0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Cody Underground. I am Cody Willard and today we are going to do another Q&A session here. I take uh, questions, the highlights of some of the questions from my readers and subscribers on Trading with Cody where we do a uh, tradingwithcody.com every week. We do a live Q&A chat. take all their questions and do my best to try to help and answer them. Um, Be sure to check out Scudify.com if you haven't yet. Scudify apps on iPhone, iPad, Android. Uh, They are the most value-add apps you'll ever put on your devices. Uh, Social networking, social trading, great uh, analysis, a lot of good information. They're all collated into one spot. You can get anything you want on any stock in your portfolio. First question today, Cody, an Investing 101 question. What are your thoughts on weekly options? When would one use those instead of the standard monthlies? Maybe when a near-term move or near-term event is expected? Do the weeklies carry higher premiums? My answer is that I find the weeklies do sometimes carry higher premiums, if only because... Longtime street veterans like myself and most guys who've been around for a while have just never entirely gotten comfortable with the weeklies. The third Friday of each month for expiration, for the expiration dates of my options, is just sort of ingrained in our heads at this point, I think. Um, that's being said, over time there's ever more uh, options being traded. There are ever more options being traded, and including the weeklies and I've seen the weekly premiums um, they're still I think a little bit uh, higher than they are on uh, the monthlies, but I've seen those weekly premiums come down um, over the last few years, and um, the volumes have picked up so you know maybe in five years I'll even be comfortable with weekly options, but as it is now, I still pretty much stick with monthlies if I'm going to do a um, an options trade, which by the way let me just remind everybody don't do a whole lot of options trading. Maybe if you're a risky young buck with lots of upward mobility and income ahead of you, maybe you can be a little bit more aggressive, but if you're, you know, the average Joe out there listening, the average trader, the average fund manager, whatever, you know, you don't do more than maybe I don't know, 3-5% of your portfolio in options at uh, most of the time. Um, Obviously, there are lots of different factors that can play into that, including your own style, risk tolerance, etc. But my point is, options are very risky, inherently more risky than stocks ever will be. So if you're going to play with options, please be careful. Question number two. Cody, I think we all know that the Apple ecosystem at Apple is very valuable. Buying an iPhone for the first time may lead an individual to buy a Mac or an iPad, etc. Do you see Apple Pay bringing value to the Apple ecosystem, or do you see it as a standalone product? You know, here's my answer. I've been actually writing about the Apple ecosystem since I first bought the stock 11 years ago and realized that the iPod was a precursor to what I thought would be called the iMini MacBook Pro for your pocket. Just kidding, the iPhone. Um, and that ecosystem that started developing around really the podcast, the, the iPod, turning some people into a Mac user. That's where that halo effect sort of started. But the iPhone's what took it to the next level, and certainly Apple is the and, and Apple ecosystem, including the Apple computer is much more um, tangible and easy to be seen today, that halo effect from buying one device and going to another. Much easier to see today than it ever was uh, back with the iPod, but the point being, yes, that for now 10, 12 years, that Apple ecosystem has been growing, and it's probably the single most important part of the Apple future, of why I've owned Apple and Google, for the last 10 years because they have that ecosystem figured out better than anyone. Microsoft certainly still struggles to create an ecosystem despite the fact they should have been able to do so with that dominance in Windows. Going back to Apple Pay, it is another key ingredient and differentiator for Apple's ecosystem. It's going to be huge and it's going to be very profitable. Apple Pay in your watch? Yep. Google Pay in your Google Glasses? Next? Yep. All this is the future, mobile payments, in and out quick, that's the whole point. Make it more efficient for the consumer, for the retailer, and the market will take care of itself, which is what Apple's done a long time now, several different industries. Uh, Question, Cody, any tea leaves to be read from the report that Alibaba is in talks with Sony Pictures to jointly fund films? My answer is that, look, Sony knows they've got a tiger by the tail, and they're a huge library of Hollywood-level movies and shows. Distributors like Amazon, Netflix, Apple, Google, et al. are desperate for that content, and Jack Ma of Alibaba is apparently trying to figure out how to get in that game, too. It's good stuff in theory, nothing fundamental from it yet. I do own uh, Sony, by the way, which... Here's the next question, actually a different reader, but says, Cody, what's your opinion on selling Coke, K-O, and buying Sony, S-N-E? My answer is that Coke sort of reminds me of a beverage version of, say, McDonald's. How long can Coke continue to expect to make huge profits and margins on chemically colored, chemically sweetened drinks that basically kill people who consume them too often? Juices, waters, and other... Healthier drinks, less processed drinks seem like a better place to invest for the future than dirty sugar water that Coke's trying to peddle. Coke tr- is trying to morph itself and partner with healthier beverage companies and try to meet that trend change. But I wouldn't count on them succeeding in reinventing a, what's what a 150-year-old company that's been selling chemically flavored water. And trying to cut their costs and reduce the quality of their ingredients over those 150 years? Are you kidding me? Sony, I do own. I don't know if you should sell your Coke and buy Sony. I don't know enough about your own personal portfolio. But I will tell you, I do own Sony, even though it's got plenty of risks ahead of it, too. It's a turnaround, for crying out loud. Stock's down big from its highs, which is why I'm buying it and why I own it right now. But it's certainly risky to buy a stock. You've heard of Don't Try to Catch a Falling Knife. We'll see if we're doing that with Sony. Only time will tell, I guess. That's it for today. Cody Underground. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out Scudify, Trading with Cody. Check me out on MarketWatch. Ah, I'm everywhere. SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter. Peace.